Welcome to this edition of Let's Talk Low Vision with Dr. Bill. This is Jim Urock subbing for Dr. Bill, who is not with us this evening. Tonight, we are going to be hearing about the uh, upcoming convention program sponsored by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision coming up this summer in Rochester, as well as the fundraising activities that are planned. Uh, with us tonight, uh, myself, Jim Urock, convention chair, and Kathy Farina, who is fundraising chair. Kathy, you here? Yes, I am. You are. All right. Uh, and I trust that your uh, committee has a lot of informative and fun things planned for the for the convention. Is that correct? Yes, we do. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what's up, and then we'll go into convention activities. Go ahead, Kathy. Okay. Well, um, we are going to be having a table at the ACB Marketplace. And for those of you who don't know what the ACB Marketplace is, it's, uh, it takes place um, before the general session in the morning. Usually, I believe it's around 7.30 to 9.30-ish or something like that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Leslie. Leslie Spoon is, is here with us, and she has done this before. And it I'm trying to remember. 1030. Oh, 7, 7.30 to 10.30. 7.30 to 10.30. Okay. And um, we have a table outside the um, the general session. Um, there are various um, um, affiliates and, and organizations that, that have tables, and they are um, – selling various items. Um, we are going to be raffling off um, some items. We'll be selling tickets, and we'll be drawing the winners at the CCLVI business meeting, which is on Tuesday, Tuesday. right? Of, Tuesday. Of convention week. Um, we have some love <coughs> jewelry that we're going to be raffling off. I know there's a pair of earrings. Um, there's uh, a couple of other um, jewelry items. We also have gift cards that we're um, selling tickets for. Uh, Leslie, help me out because you know more about the jewelry than I do. There's a beautiful like. necklace. Um, there's a couple of bracelets, and I believe there's a couple of rings. Um, you know, come to the table and check it out. There will be wonderful jewelry there, and and like Kathy said, the gift cards. So, so let me so let me ask then with the items that are being raffled, sold at marketplace, what have you? Are those donated items? Did you go out and purchase them? How did you come across those items? They are items that have been purchased and donated by. Uh, members of the fundraising committee. Okay. So they're not, and, we're not selling items per se. We're just selling tickets, and then we will draw names to okay. win the item. And the money that is raised from the fundraising, whether it's the raffle, marketplace, whatever it is, uh, is that earmarked for any particular project, or what's the thought process of the fundraising committee? Uh, the money comes to, uh, to CCLVI for uh, whatever is needed. Um, we have used it in the past to help 
defray the expenses for vision access, uh, our publication, um, and whatever other projects are happening, we um, we use the money to help out with those kinds of things. Okay. So is that the only fundraising activities you folks are doing uh, during convention week, or is there something else that we need to mention? We will be doing a 50-50 raffle at the game night, which is Monday evening, I believe. Um, right. And we will be doing a 50-50 raffle at our mixer, which is Sunday, correct? Saturday. Mm -hmm. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. Is right. Um, so we'll be doing those activities um, during convention. And then we also have um, a, a fundraiser which is going on right now. Um, if you go to CCLVI's website, cclvi.org, you can see some items that are for sale. Um, there's a, a store called the T-Spot, T-S-P-O-T. And it is a mail order, um, I guess they do have a, a actual physical location in Knoxville, Tennessee, and they have some items online for sale. They have, uh, there's a mug, uh, it's a, I believe it's a, an 11 ounce mug with uh, the CCLVI logo on it, and it's, it's a white mug and it says CCLVI, and it has our logo. We also have a polo shirt which has our logo on it. The polo shirts are very nice, very um, very well made, um, and they come in a variety of colors. Um, there's also a hat, like a baseball cap with the CCLVI logo in, in many, many colors, and a visor, um, which has the, the logo on it as well. So um, if you're interested in um, you know, showing your pride in our organization, you can buy those items and be on sale. Um, they've been on sale for uh, a while, and they will be on through the convention. Um, and you can, you know, look at them on the website. Um, the other thing that I forgot to mention, Jim, is the ACB Walk, uh, yep. the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. We will be participating in the walk on Saturday, I believe it is, Saturday morning at the hotel, at the Riverside Hotel at 7 o'clock a.m. Uh, it's the annual walk that's gone on for several years now, and um, half of the money that we raise comes back to CCLVI, and half goes to ACP. <laughs> so if you would like to participate in that, you can go to the CCLVI website, and there is a link to the page where you can go do we either sign up to join our team or donate to the walk, or you can actually be a virtual walker and walk at home and get your friends and family to pledge uh, to donate towards our walk. So we're hoping that people involved with that, too. And, and Kathy, Leslie, do, do either one of you remember last year roughly how much was raised from the walk? We did a really good amount. I believe our portion was nine hundred dollars. So we did. We we got the plaque. CCLBI got the plaque for the largest affiliate um, for the team. 
So that was really wonderful. So we're hoping, like Kathy says, if you can't walk, be a virtual walker, or if you'd like to join the team, that would be wonderful to join the team. Um, I have been sending out to my friends and family and, and some of the members of CCLVI. So, um, but it's a wonderful fundraiser for CCLVI because it, you get to split, like Kathy was saying, 50-50. So 50% goes to CCLVI. So. And do either one of you two, and if not, it's not a big deal, do either one of you two know the history of the walk, why it was started, how it was started, and how Brenda came up with that idea? It was started in 2009. Um, Brenda Dillon brought it to the, AC, the American Council of the Blind Board of Directors, and it got approved at one of the board meetings then before 2009. Um, 2009 was the very first year because last year was the, the 10th anniversary of um, the ACB walk. It was called ACB walk run then. Um, right. Brenda Dillon has passed away. So we made a motion, the walk committee, and brought it to the American Council of the Blind Board of Directors after she passed to, to change the name to the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Uh, do we understand what her, why she wanted the walk to take place? I mean, what, I mean, she had to have a reason for wanting to do the walk. Do we know what that is? Um, well, she was... Her and Dan Dillon were, are, you know, were heavily involved in, in fundraising and wanted to start a walk run um, to get more visibility to a fundraiser and probably to get more people involved in uh, uh, not per se exercising, but getting out and showing, you know, some some exercising, um, you know, talents and 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 get people going in the morning and. And, and it's a good way to get to know everybody and get to meet everybody, old and new friends. Then I would I would I would agree with that. I've never walked because I'm never out of bed at that time. But it is a good way to to get to know people, meet people. And for some reason, if you can't walk, you're right. You know, do what you can, contribute. You know, website. You know, donate. Do what you can to help the cause. I think it's it's a worthwhile cause. So. It really is. So it's a lot of fun, and, and, you know, it's a really good way to keep Brenda Dillon's, um, you know, legacy still going, so, because it was her okay. baby, so. I agree, yeah. Leslie, Kathy, do either one of you two have anything else to talk about with fundraising before we go into the actual rundown of the program agenda? Oh, I think I, I think I hit everything, uh, I don't think so. The only thing that I would add is um, we will have a brochure with the T-Spot items so that people, if they can't go on beforehand convention, you can come to Marketplace Table and we'll help you uh, get your items going. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, is, uh, Marketplace is what, Sunday, Monday for CCLVI? Correct. That's what I thought. So I just wanted to... Make sure if anybody is in Rochester and you have some extra money to spend and have nothing to do between 7.30 and whenever, 10.30, show up. And and I'm sure that somebody at the table will be glad to take your money and do something with it. So, guys, thank you for that. Let's go ahead and move into the convention. The, this year, I think the convention committee has done an okay job. Um, and for those of you that 
uh, subscribed and get the print edition of Vision Access, even the email version, you know, if you read it, that this year CCLVI is turning 40. Uh, so it was 1979, I think, was the initial year that the organization started. I think it was actually that, that year we got the charter um, for the organization, so hence we're turning 40 this year, and there's a couple of things that we have planned for that. Um, one of the things, let me go to a different screen here. One of the things, we're going to start the programming on Saturday afternoon. At, uh, let me bring up my sheet here. Uh, the July 6th is the scholarship mixer, and that runs from 3.30 to 5.30. Uh, and that's uh, Fred Scheiger, number of years, has been providing uh, his own funds to award three students um, scholarship in the amount of $3,000. Uh, and he gives he gives it every year to an um, incoming freshman, undergraduate, and graduate student. Uh, there are certain criteria that they have to meet, and so as I say, he's been doing that for a number of years. And the scholarship mixer on Saturday afternoon is a good way for the organization to get to meet the scholarship winners and the scholarship winners to get to meet Fred and tell us a little about themselves. Uh, we always provide during that time, usually a vegetable tray from the hotel, you know, pizza hors d'oeuvres, what have you, snacks, drinks, that sort of thing. So we encourage you to sign up for that when pre-registration opens on May 22nd. The cost for that is $15 in advance if you change your mind and decide to do it at the door. We'll charge you 20 So you know, Fred has been generous with his funds, and it's a good way to show up and, and thank him as well for continuing to do what he does with that. Uh, Sunday, July 7th, uh, Low Vision Vendor Showcase. That runs from 1.15 to 2.30, give or take. Uh, and with the thought process behind that is to have or to, to have various vendors from the exhibit hall come in, maybe three or four at most, uh, come in and demonstrate some of their products uh, for folks with low vision. Uh, and that's been going on for a number of years, and, and I think I talked to Kathy a couple of days ago, Farina, who is going to see if she can uh, round up some folks to come in and, and present. I know past couple of years we've had Freedom Scientific or VFO, whatever they call themselves now. I think we've had hymns come in, and I think maybe one or two other folks that escaped my mind. Uh, but it's a good way to find out what's there in the low vision community, then go ahead and, as far as technology is concerned, then go ahead and visit those folks in the exhibit hall and and look at the products more closely, and hopefully, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, maybe make a purchase. Anniversary party on Sunday evening, 7 to 8 p.m. We're turning 40, as I indicated. Uh, join CCLVI, it says, for the description for our 40th anniversary celebration with all of the party fixings, including a cake and a cash bar. Um, the What we're going to do there is initially we thought about doing kind of a trivial pursuit through the decade type thing, but we, the committee kind of decided against that. What we're going to do is basically have raffle tickets 
and give away prizes during that time frame, be it Starbucks gift cards, Amazon gift cards, whatever it is. Uh, so that, as I say, is on Sunday from 7 to 8. Then stick around for game night after that. There is no charge for the anniversary party because we want you to come in and see what we're about. But if you stick around for game night, that's $15 in advance if you do it for pre-registration or $20 at the door. Uh, that is going to be, in addition to having a cash bar, we're going to do trivia through the decade, starting with 1979, since that's when the organization received its charter to the present. Uh, it, you know, it, it, it'll be a lot of fun and energy and high enthusiasm during game night, so we encourage you, if you have can fit it within your schedule, to show up for game night on, on Sunday evening. Monday, July 8th, um, it's a $36 ticket in advance or a $38 ticket at the door. Uh, it's We're doing another luncheon this year. The luncheon we did last year, first time we've done it, it seemed like it went fairly well. Uh, that's from 12.15 until I have 2.30, but it'll probably end sooner than that. The um, description on that, uh, Claire Stanley and Clark Ratchville discussed the importance of advocating for the inclusion of low-vision devices as well as diabetic equipment being covered by Medicare. For the last number of years, a couple, two, three years, I believe that's been one of the American Council of Blind Imperatives. Uh, Medicare, believe it or not, does not cover, you know, some of the things that, you know, you think it would. And because of the expense of some of this stuff, you know, be it closed-circuit TVs, whatever it is, um, the thought process is by ACB that Medicare should help defray some of these costs, and Claire and Clark are going to come in and talk about the imperative that ACB has been working on and why it's a good idea. So in addition to getting fed for $36, you'll get, you know, some information you can take back and hopefully um, discuss it with your congressmen and, and senators and so on. Um, also on Monday, from 2.45 until 4 o'clock, it's an $8 ticket in advance or $10 at the door. Smart Home Presentation. Um, CCLVI is partnering with an up-and-coming affiliate, Next Generation, to do this particular presentation. And the description says, have you ever imagined what life would be like in the future. It's 2019, and we are living in a world full of technology. Get ready to learn how to make your home run more efficiently with innovative devices and explore how they can make life easier for you. Discover a, yeah, it, discover a world you can control with your voice using Amazon Alexa. And so we have an individual from Amazon who is going to present this topic. And it, it, ought to, it, ought to, it sounds interesting. It ought to be, you know, it ought to go fairly well. Um, Tuesday, July 9th is the business meeting. That's 1.15 until we get done or get mad at each other, whatever comes last. Um, that's 
you know, basically election of officers, constitutional amendments, that sort of thing. Uh, and then Wednesday concludes, um, no time set yet. Uh, it concludes with an open house. Um, whether it's in our CCOVI suite, whether it's in a hotel lounge, that's yet to be decided. But that will be published in the uh, convention newsletter that's generated daily, as well as announced on the convention floor. Now, if any one of these uh, events interest you, or if they all interest you, why pay individually? Uh, you, we have a package price for everything that I mentioned with the, with a dollar amount. You can pay individually, or if you want to include everything, it, it, including the CCOVI registration. It's $94 for the CCOVI package up front, or if you do it on site, it's $113. So, folks, my suggestion to you is that when pre-registration opens on the 22nd of May and closes on the 23rd of June, if you would do the obviously the um, the package price, do the you know pre-convention price, save a few bucks, and um, you know it'll it'll be good for your pocketbook too. So you have more to spend at, at convention on gadgets in the exhibit hall. So that is the convention in a nutshell, as far as the program is concerned. If folks want to. Do the star warning on mute your phones if you have questions. We can go ahead and entertain those at this point. Do we do we have any questions? No questions? Hey, you know, it doesn't sound like it. So, Leslie, Kathy, do you have any final words that you want to impart before we um, call it a day? Well, I would just hope that everyone comes to the convention, enjoys the the time there um, and comes to all our events because I think we've got some good things lined up this year and I hope to see everyone there and uh, um, enjoy enjoy the, the week um, I know that um, Kathy Casey is here on the call she's uh, from the, the ACBNY uh, the host committee I don't know if anyone has any questions for her but she might be able to answer questions if people have them Kathy, do you have anything that you want to discuss or bring to everybody's attention being on part of the host committee? Is there anyone on here that has never been to a national convention? Anybody? We will be Go. having a Welcome to New York party on July 4th, um, starting at, I believe it's 8 o'clock till 10 or 11, and we'll have a DJ. Um, we'll have uh, snacks and give away door prizes. There will be door prizes given out during the during the convention um, floor uh, during the day. We'll be doing that um, in the exhibit hall, ACDNY, and part of the convention. We'll be selling um, hoodies uh, that say "I love ACB," and it's got "I." And the heart, and it says ACB, and I believe Ooh. they're black um, with um, white letters. And yeah, I you believe said... they're thirty-five dollars a piece. I believe. 
I remember correctly. Uh, 35 and then two for 50 and, um, you know, we've got a, a kind of a bundle. Kathy, you had suggested the dance was July 4th. Is that the 4th or the 5th? Or the 5th, excuse me, the 5th. Okay, I was going to say I didn't think that sounded right, but I wanted to clarify. Yeah, no, to... the welcome to New York is always, yeah, sorry, the 5th. Okay, so for folks who have never been to a national convention because this is being broadcast, um, ACB Radio and wherever else, uh, what what can folks expect at a national convention if they've never been, besides a lot of people? Um, they could expect um, a lot of activities. If you look at your schedule, pace yourself. Don't try to do everything. Your first impression is, oh, i got to do everything. Um, don't try to do that, but you know, kind of pace yourself. Otherwise, you'll you'll crash and burn, and you don't want to do that. By by Thursday, you'll want to you'll want to drop dead, and we don't want to see people dropping dead. Um, <clears throat> you'll have your opening session on the fifth that night, or on, no, the next day, the fifth is opposed to the sixth. Um, we'll be at seven o'clock. They will have um, probably a. Color guard. No, in fact, I do know we have a color guard because I arranged it. Uh, we will have that. It's the Buffalo Soldiers, which is a, a very interesting uh, group of individuals. Um, we'll also have awards given out during the week. We'll have speakers. Um, we usually get somebody at the Library of Congress, um, a book narrator, um, which is really, really interesting. Uh, let's see, what else? Door prizes. Uh, of course, each affiliate has their own, like CCLVI has their own programs, and ACB itself has, has different programs. There's different mixers, um, which are, uh, it's really a, it's a fun time. I've been going to conventions since 2000. I think I've only missed maybe two or three, but uh, it's um it's a lot of fun. You look forward to it every year. It's like something to meet up with old friends and make new friends, too. Yeah, I would agree with that, Kathy, because 1990 was my first convention in Denver. And with the exception of going back to Houston in 2002 and Orlando in 2009, because I was impressed with neither the first time, uh, I've, been, I've, I've hit every convention since. One of the things that you get when you go to register, you'll get your name badge and you'll get the program and you'll get a goodie bag with all sorts of stuff in it. Um, I would recommend, you know, if you do pre-register to get there, get there early and get your stuff and kind of sit down and look through the program. Um, it can look daunting if you haven't, have never been to a convention. It can look rather daunting, but it's it's not too bad. And there's certainly enough people around that, you know, you can ask questions. Okay. Jim, go ahead. Just want to add, there is a, if you're looking on your convention program and you're a first-time person, there is a, usually a um, seminar called Keys to the Convention. It's specifically for people who've never been to the convention before. Um, and it's usually, it usually happens you know, early in the week before the, the opening ceremonies and things, and it kind of takes you through 
the convention and what the activities are and what's planned for the week and how to navigate all this because, as you pointed out, you can't do everything. You know, you have to pick and choose activities. And um, so people might want to take that in if they're the, a first-time convention goer. And also I'd like to, to comment that if you have a guide dog, um, pace yourself with that and make sure that you give the dog a break too. And it's stressful on people, but it's also stressful on dogs too. I mean, you may not think so, but yeah, it can be. Okay, and as I said, convention reg registration opens May 22nd, closes June 23rd. You can register online, or if you don't feel comfortable doing it online, you can always call the Minneapolis area office over the phone, 800-866-3242, leave a voicemail, and someone will call you back um, and help you register over the phone. Um, so that's... That's an option as well for those who don't feel comfortable doing it online. Um, does anybody have any questions at this point? Kathy, either Kathy or Leslie, anything else? I can't think of anything right now. Um, oh, ACB members can register starting tomorrow, which is the 22nd through the, uh, I forget what the, not the cutoff date, but you can register till 23rd of June. 23rd, but... ACB members have until a certain time, and then if, then it's opened up to anybody. If Thank you. That's a good point. That's what I was This is Tom here. I believe it's one week before uh, ACB members have one week, I believe is what I read, and then and it's open up to the general. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And if, sorry, sorry, Jim, and, I was on mute. I can't come off. So. No, that's fine. No, that's that's my fault for not clarifying that. You're absolutely right. Members have the 20, starting the 22nd. Non-members starting the 27th. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, I'm taking the train in. Has anybody been to that train station? Or yes, they have re about? they have remodeled that train station, and it is quite nice. Um, okay. You can get assistance once you get off of the train. They'll have um, the bell cap bell. Yeah, the Bell caps there to, to help you Bell out. Bell caps, right. There'll be volunteers, yeah. too. Hopefully. Yes, there should be volunteers yeah. at the station also, yeah. And it's not my far, train, it's not yeah, far from the hotel. Yeah. It's about five minutes from the train station, the hotel. Drive or walk. This is like six blocks, they said, right? Yeah, you can walk it. If, uh, I don't know if you want to do that with luggage, but, um, yeah, that's about right. But by car, it's like five minutes. And my train gets in at 11 o'clock at night. It's the Empire. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't hmm. think you'd want to walk it then. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. try it. What you might want to do is um, contact Janet Dickelman, the convention coordinator, to let yep. her know the time you're going to be there because maybe they can arrange to have volunteers there to help folks. Actually, she he needs to contact Marjorie Beeman. She's handling all the information, all the volunteers. She, she's doing all the volunteers. She does all that. Essentially, I would assume a, quite a few people will be coming on that train. It's the Empire. It's only one 
I think that comes from New York City. It's probably only one that train once a day. I have to go from Plattsburgh to Syracuse and then switch over to, to that one from there. Uh, in. So I would assume there aren't a lot of trains that come in. No, believe it or not, there's not. There's Yeah, you would think there'd be more, but there really isn't. I was surprised when I took the train out there, and I was like, you kidding, that's the only train there is? Oh, my gosh. Yes. In Rochester? Okay. Uh, I'm with Kathy. I would check with Marjorie Beeman because she does do the the, um, airport and the transportation part. Yeah. And where do I get a hold of her? Volunteers there to help. I would call the Minnesota office. Minnesota, okay. And and ask Nancy Becker to get you connected to Marjorie Beeman. Okay. Now, are you on the convention list that comes out where... uh, Janet sends out all the announcements and stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm on. I'm definitely on the list. It's okay, been lately so two one or, of yeah, two or so three one a day. Of, I think. One of those emails has Marjorie's information because it says oh, to contact okay. her. I can't remember which. Okay. I do. I remember seeing it. So. Okay. You know the time you're coming in, the airline, the flight number, and you know same thing with the train, so they have an idea. Yeah, because the train leaves. The, the train coming back leaves at, like, 5.45 in the morning. So. Okay. All right. Does anybody else have any other questions at this point? All right. Hearing none, Kathy, lastly, I want to thank you for your uh, the information on the fundraising. And Hopefully, thank you folks. For, for pitch hitting for Dr. Bill tonight. Well, we some, you know, I'm... But hopefully Dr. Bill is okay and there's nothing, you know, major that's happened with him, but hopefully it's just a good dinner and he forgot, so. Right. Um, and great job with the well, commission. It sounds like a wonderful week, and, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to come and be there, and, and I think we all are, so great job to you and your committee. And I appreciate that. And with that, this will be replayed um, and archived. And with that, I will say on behalf of the Council of Citizens with Low Vision, this has been Let's Talk Low Vision with Dr. Bill, Jim Yorok substituting. Thank you for listening, and good night, folks.